watched it so many times before and now you're gonna watch it again but it's been so many years since you last saw it and now you show it to your friends and they're like what what am i watching why what why why this film Alan, do you want to know some trivia about that theme tune we just heard uh, that played? Uh, yeah. I know all sorts of trivia about it. <laughs> Go on. Um, the, the guy singing there is Emily Slade's ex-boyfriend. Ooh, she's left drama. It intact. She's left it intact to um, like keep the flame alive. You know, like the end of The Social Network, where Jesse Eisenberg starts trying to like send a friend request to that woman oh. and he, made, he built this empire to like get her attention That's is she what... is she hoping that he might start legal action to have him removed you know, that'll open <laughs> yeah, communications exactly. yeah 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 i've got some more trivia as oh, well um at the start there where you hear the piano play and someone laughs that's because sting accidentally sat on the piano and they just left it in they let sting in like how did you how did you get sting to do your theme tune <laughs> Yes, everyone. It's it's the two best guests from the two best episodes of Why This Film returning together at last. <laughs> I literally haven't even done an intro, so okay. This is the intro. This is the intro. <laughs> He's now. doing it for you. He's a professional yeah, like yeah. that. He can't stop himself. He he can't stop podcasting, even though <laughs> everyone wants him to. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, Sol. Hey guys. What's a hip hop happening, home dogs? <laughs> Is that one of my favorite? Are you parts. allowed to say that? Uh, almost <laughs> definitely not. Hello, and welcome back to Why This Film, the podcast where we reach back into your childhood and uh, ha- we'll rewatch a movie and have a chat about it. I'm Emily Slade, and welcome back. The movie that we are looking at today is 2009's Space Buddies. The IMDb breakdown Disney's pups are back and take one small step for dog. And one giant leap for dog kind. <laughs> Awful. Awful stuff. <laughs> By the way, we're reaching back into our childhoods. I was 25 when this film came out. I was going to say, um, would you like to explain yeah, well, why I was and 19. how we're here today, lads? Why this film? I think Sol needs to answer that because he picked it. I have no idea. Because <laughs> Emily Slade came knocking at our door like, you know, soot on her cheeks and like tattered. On what? <laughs> she with her hands together and she begged us, please, please, you need to come back and do another episode of my podcast. You're um, so popular. And we said, so sure, okay. And she was like, all right, but what film do you want to do? Uh, like, as if Alan and I have a shared childhood. Well, we yeah. don't. We didn't meet till I was 18 and Alan was 24. Yeah, it was it was all illegal and above board. Yeah, so so we went we went back we went back to uh, two thousand eight two thousand nine. This was a this was a big part of our university together, wasn't it, Ellen? I, insofar as I watched it and laughed about it with you, and I don't know if you even ever saw. It. <laughs> I've no I, when I watched this film just. Recently, I realised that I'd seen it before. I was just utterly depressed about how my life's got to this point. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> not only, not only have I now seen Space Buddies twice, <laughs> but I realised that I've seen this film was directed by a guy called Robert Vince. I've now seen the man two behind films the directed buddies. by Robert Vince. But that means you've seen I two buddies. Seen films. Two films directed by um, David Lynch. Uh, <laughs> no, with him. Let's say Almadar. What's it called? Pedro Pedro Almadar? That Pedro Almodovar. That's the one. I've not seen two of his films yet, but I've seen Space Buddies and Monkey Up. Mm. Do you remember Monkey Up, Alan? I think we watched that one. I don't, but I saw this guy's filmography and it's just oh my God, puppies got... and monkeys. Do you know what he <laughs> made? Do you know what he made, Slade? What? He only made MVP. He made his name with this film, by the way. This was his debut. Most Valuable Primate. MVP, Most Valuable Primate. <laughs> And he completed the trilogy, did all three of them. Most oh. vertical primate, the second one, <laughs> skateboarding. Um, incredible! I, I, I didn't. I knew the, these movies. They're Disney. They were on my radar. They're in the zeitgeist so far as like I knew that they existed, but I had no idea that they were part of a wider cinematic universe. Mm. Uh, coming off the back of Air Bud, the of course everybody's favorite. But is it basketball playing? Originally, yeah. But, uh, is it? 
played yes, basketball in the first baseball. one. No, that's like that's, the that's the fourth one. Okay. It goes deep. The law goes deep. So these these five dogs who are protagonists in this one, the ensemble cast that, that star in this movie, are all the children of of Airbud, and they they yeah. have their own perpetual movies. children. And and they're all um, all the sibling dogs are all still like in touch with one another. All their owners like let them visit. Unlike in reality, where what actually happens is a puppy is ripped away from its parents um, at a very young age. Uh, the parents mourn the loss of their children, and they like never get to their siblings again. But this is yeah. this was Airbud's children. Pet ownership. Fault. If you have a pet, you're evil. You are an evil person. Yeah. But so this yeah. is Airbud's puppies. You see, they were special. I looked into the law because you know I was watching this. I was thinking, why are there five puppies in space? I, I need to well, find out what's evil. going on here. And then <laughs> they're all so, called Bud. Um, they're all called Bud. So that you know that they're descendants of Air Bud. Well, exactly. But also, they meet this Russian dog uh, called on Budnik. the space station called Spudnik. Yeah. So Russians love potatoes. You, so. When you so when you when you went into when you went into the Air Bud law, did you find anything about Air Bud having some illegitimate kids? Um, around the globe, like no, so no, no. I, I think yeah. it's more that the, uh, well, the, 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 he probably the, so the puppies seed, come he? across a lot of um, <coughs> guest stars, and he's he's our additional dog in this movie. Well, do you know what? Do you yeah, know what's called Spudnik, which suggests he's been named to keep the family. No, name that would be Buds. Budnik, wouldn't it? No, it's it, oh, it's oh, it is Spudnik with a P. Right? I, th- I I I assumed it was Spudnik. S B. No, you just admitted that you couldn't spell. No. Anyway, no, look. I can spell better than IMDb. So, I'll tell you the law because this is gonna, this is gonna mess you up, right? Airbud, the basketball playing dog. <laughs> I th- I don't think he even speaks. That's a new thing that just his children <laughs> can do. <laughs> Sorry. He I, can't... Thought, I thought that because I went to look for his original voice actor and he didn't have one. in When he appears in later <laughs> Buddies movies, because the mum and the dad do sometimes make a cameo appearances in the, in the, in the like, I believe, seven movies that there are starring these dogs, <laughs> they then are voiced, but originally he never spoke. Is it only seven? It might be more. It might be like up to 12. I'm not entirely sure. At least none of them died on this production. Well, so yeah, so let me... Let me um... <laughs> Let me tell you the law, right? So there's there was thirteen of these things listed on IMDb. Exactly, right? I, I don't know if there's more after that. I think, yeah. No, the, the the law is right that in the nineties there was this dog, and its owner trained it to like smack a basketball with its face, and then <laughs> is this is this real in re- in real life? Real yeah, and so it went on like. And then in real in the real world, someone said, "Hey, look, there's no rule that says a dog can't play basketball." So they had to let it in. It, but it failed the drug test. It got banned for eighteen months. And everyone, and everyone was, <laughs> everyone's like so taken with a cute dog. They're not going to like tackle it in sport or do anything mean to it. So they just let it win. Well, pretty much. But they trained it to hit a basketball with its face, and then they went on Letterman and TV and stuff like that. And everyone like, oh, look at the cute dog. It was before America's Got Talent. It was a thing. And then, and then off the back of that, they made a like a four million dollar movie about a dog that hits a basketball with its face. And then, fo- but then, is that what happened with uh, most vertical primate? So it was just a, yeah, it was just a, a, a particularly tall chimp. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but then, so that that's it. They had this celebrity dog, and so they made a film around it, like, like um, you know, like uh, you seen, Space Jam. You seen most horizontal primate, Alan. I think, I think it's <laughs> called Maximia Moore. <laughs> I told you. I told you. I don't pay for that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the problem was Salt. They 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 discovered this dog could do that. They thought, oh, this film's a success. Let's make another one. The bloody dog went and died, and so they had to just bring in other random dogs and like just tape a, a football to its face and pretend it was playing football and stuff like that. <laughs> and and they they managed to drag that out for a few films, and then they thought, look, what we need is five little dogs that can talk. That'll work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they changed the and whole it thing. Works. And they've all got they've all got distinct personalities, haven't they? Yeah. So that we can tell Girl. them all apart. So one of yeah, one yeah. of them. So, so feminism <laughs> at its best. We've got a girl one. So I don't know what you're complaining about, Slade. We've got I a girl one, and so that you know she's the girl one, she's got a bow on her head, and they give her a pink spacesuit when everyone else has a blue one. I think that's perfectly 
excellent <laughs> filmmaking. Guess, guess, her, guess her what? Guess what her interests are. She loves fashion. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and well, she's a big cinephile because she's called Rosebud, which is of course a nice That's, little nod to that Citizen is King. that is definitely a film reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what what are the other personalities? We have one who is a Buddhist. And that is his yeah. personality, yeah, yeah. which means it's not religion. Like, it means occasionally was... goes mm, spiritual. Yeah. Well, no. At one point, he goes heavenly, and I don't believe. I don't think Buddhists even believe in heaven, do they? Just... Not the right one, so not the right heaven. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, um, I, I feel like Buddha, the uh, the Buddhist dog. I feel like that was like the end of the day. <laughs> They were trying to figure out that like, what, they got the what, other ha, what has Bud in it. Ro- we have Rosebud. Yeah, yeah. They got the farting dog right away. They got the girl one right away. But it was like five p.m. They wanted to go home. And they had, they needed a fifth dog, and they were like, Ah, oh, bu- bu- um, Buddha, Buddha, budget. Uh, d- put it on the Is board. We'll we'll fix it tomorrow. And then they never fixed it. They were too busy. He's always got a little necklace with Buddha around him. So you and he and he ensures to switch that with every outfit so you can always tell it's him and he's mm. sort of our, our grounding protagonist out of the he park. does seem to be the central the, the leader of the of the buddies mm, of the but pack, i didn't know if that was deliberate or just yeah it's a religious leader isn't it it's they all they all <laughs> follow the teachings so let me let me check we got we got buddha Yep. Uh, the Buddhist dog. We've got Rosebud, the they girl should do one dog. Where Buddha meets a llama called Dolly. Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> Pathetic. Um, we have. We have. I say they should do it. That's probably in like the in the fucking treasure buddies or something. Yeah. So what are the other ones? We have B Boy, who B-dog. who's a break dancer. B Dog. He's problematic. Well, he's from the nineties when. One of the characters always. Ha- if this was made in the nineties, it would be there'd be a black dog in a wheelchair just to tick <laughs> off like representation. If only, um, if only we got that. What happened? There'd be a there'd be a girl dog, but she would be a goth girl dog. Yeah. Um, but also, you would have a character called B Dog who's into like hip hop and break dancing uh, and, and wearing sunglasses, one. and that character somehow uh, retained in the Disney boardroom putting this film together. Uh, in 2009, they were mm. that sold on that 90s archetype that they had to. Um, he's he's keep voiced it. by the boy from Santa Clarita Diet, uh, an actor I really oh, quite like. Oh, is that him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like him. I really like him, and he plays B Dog, so I'm torn between absolutely despising this character and finding him kind of endearing. Uh, dirt, Muddy. Muddy is another personality. Mud Bud. You see, they couldn't think of another Bud, bud they just rhymed it. <laughs> And, and he he loves rolling in dirty puddles. So that's a good that's character good. trait. Well, can, can we come up with some new buddies? Um, yeah. What about what about Bud Bud? The uh, stoner. The, the stoner. Yeah, dog. yeah, okay. Yeah. Every line, he'd be, he'd be he'd be in space. He'd be going like, "Whoa, dude!" <laughs> and then he'd be like looking at his paws. He'd be going like, "Whoa." Bud Wiser dog, and he could bring the sponsorship. Yeah. 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 There'll be three of them. There you go, Bud Wiser. <laughs> <laughs> what's that <laughs> go on with us, that uh, what, what else has bud in it you see we've already run out of ideas uh, this is like we could be uh, we could work for disney but budgets budgets low oh, low budget oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an accountant's dog and, glasses <laughs> and a tie as a tie <laughs> yeah he's the one who keeps moaning they're spending too much on the space journey we might get another girl but she'd have to be like a femme fatale dog Oh yeah. They could bring back the goth dog archetype from the nineties. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd have eyeliner on. Mm. Adorable. So, so this is our gorgeous ensemble that we go to space with. Well, we, we've missed one out. What's the other one? The one that farts. The fat, the fat one that eats a lot. You talk about he's fat one. Like... He's exactly the same size as all the other dogs. <laughs> just eats a but lot. The implication is that he's like heavier and bigger and it's no it's not referenced. he's like joey oh, from is. friends he's got a great metabolism he'll pad out when he's older <laughs> so Just what's like matt leblanc what's his name right hang on i'm looking we got we, is he but right, we got butterball butterball that's that, the that was one. him that's that, him that's him, that's him. him yeah because he's a butter because like, he's, he's fat wait you say he's he's the fat one he's a jock he plays sport he's the yeah, most he's trim like out of all of them yeah but he has to eat a lot to maintain all that muscle mass he's got yeah 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 because he's burning it off he's turning it into muscle good, he's got a job he's got that sunblock on though otherwise he might get blinded in the in the light so we we do obviously they've they've cast the dogs to all look exactly the same presumably because then you can just switch them out when they die like they've overworked 
and then yeah, and you only have to make one terrible CGI <laughs> model of a dog, and you can just reuse it. <laughs> over and, and but the problem is they all look alike, so they have to give them these little physical things so we can meet at least have some sense of what they are. Oh, I've got I've got a new I've got a new bud character concept. Oh, yeah. Ding dong. Oh hello, who's that oh, at the door? No. But I'll, I'll get it, Emily. It's... Don't worry. It's two at once, Alan. It's it's Beavis and Budhead. Oh, great! <laughs> <laughs> oh god, they just sit around all day watching the music videos. Stupid. Yeah, barking at the TV. <laughs> the, we've right. got a bunch of little puppies, little golden blonde-haired Aryan puppies. And, and they are very, they are very cute. They are very, no, they are very cute. It's dogs. Why don't they do this film with cats? It'd be like ten times better. They're really cute. It would you be a lot like, better with cats. Cats in space. I was really on board with this movie for the first twenty minutes because they're so, they're so cute. I mean, we open by meeting Spudnik. He's the first character that we meet. Uh, he's oh, basically yeah. Bullseye from Oliver. Yeah, yeah. We we open with all these shots of outer space, the space station, with music that sounds suspiciously similar. To the theme tune to Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Very similar. And then we, we zoom in on a dog who's like, Hello, I am Russian dogmonaut. And it's like, oh. Sol, Sol, you've got, that's that's too too much of a cartoon Russian Russian accent. Because that's what I was expecting. Right. Didn't he, they, it was like, obviously thought, we can't expect an American child to listen to this accent and understand what they're saying. It has to be so very slightly Russian that you can barely tell at all. And it's like, oh, I am a, I am a Russian. I am a dog, and I, I live in the space. My boy, my boy Sasha <laughs> is waiting for me. Oi. Now that's so. something, that's something that that I love as well is that obviously, you know, the Russian space program, they've not got money to be buying their own dogs. They just stole some kid's dog and shoved <laughs> it on a space rocket. Maybe that boy <laughs> so the, Maybe yeah. that boy is like the son of the bloke who runs Russian space agency and it's just sort of like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Sasha, we, I'm gonna borrow your dog. And dog and he has, he has a, a statue of his dog outside his house. Did you guys clock that one? Yeah, he's got a bit of money that lad. Spudnik's uh, owner. <laughs> who who is like ten years old, but the implication is that Spudnik's been in space for like a few years now. Well, he's he, still only like under ten. Well, he's lost track of time. That dog. That's the problem. He's actually only been there three weeks. That's what happens. But he's got yeah, no yeah, his dogs. Dogs, can't, dogs you, are. Like, you, that's why they're so panicked. If you leave when your you dog leave. at home, like when you go to work, they they like they don't know if you've been gone three minutes. They don't know if you've been gone like two years. They assume you're dead. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why they get so excited when you come home. Yeah. Have you ever had a dog, Emily? Yes, all my life. That's a, a, well, a old dog. dog now. That's a very old dog. Well, I had dogs growing up, and then they died, and we got more dogs, and then one of them died. And it's my that easy for you, isn't it? Just replace them just like dog. that. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, I'm heartless. <laughs> how many dogs have you outlived? Um, three. Three. How many, how many of these dogs do you actually live with now? None. Well, then, you haven't got she, a dog, have you? She doesn't have a dog. Yeah, she doesn't have a dog. That's what I said. Yeah. I've got a cat. I see it on the street every now and then, and I stroke its head. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. See, I'm. I am very much a cat person rather than a dog I'm person. I'm getting that. Yeah, um, no, I got that. I find dogs to be sort of grotesque, uh, but <laughs> at least, at least in film version, they've been. You know, they. You don't have to smell them or touch them. So, <laughs> they, you know, the, it works on that level. These cute little dogs, but. I, I mean, like, I, I'm a dog. I, I'm a cat person, but I love dogs as well. I like animals, but I must say. The fact that Santa Buddies killed all those dogs did add to the comedy for me of this film. I don't know about you, but Santa Buddies. How many? Snow how buddies many? Buddies. Well, all right. I, I don't know about this. You're gonna have to tell me how. Do you not how know did they this? murder all the dogs? Um, it was Snow Buddies, which was the film immediately preceding this one, so we can assume they uh, brought the in a load second of... in the franchise. Yeah. In the Buddies yeah. spin-off franchise, but the um, seventh in the overall Airbud series. Cinematic universe. <laughs> Go on, what, I mean, what happened? They all freeze. No, they all got sick. With with what? They got they got dog virus and it spread around the the dogs. Um... Uh, they had to be euthanized. So they, okay, so th- were, were were they kind of anti-vax dogs and that's why they got ill? And... <laughs> I just want to know where to pitch my sympathy here. 
<laughs> well, well, I was reading about this, and at first I thought, like, oh, that's that's sad, and it's not it's not fair to blame the production for a virus that affects puppies, like tearing through their dog actors, and they were probably very sad about it as much as you know anyone. Mm. Um, but apparently, it's partly down to them basically like taking the dogs away from their parents too young or something. Mm. So it is it is partly because they had like five hundred mm. dogs on set and they weren't being properly. Yeah properly looked after so it is kind of disney's fault mm. so that's like what happened with the goonies they are to be replaced halfway through filming <laughs> yeah they were euthanized mm. <laughs> he said they don't tell you that at disneyland do they <laughs> <laughs> pet cemetery at disneyland <laughs> maybe, maybe they have a gravestone dedicated to them in the haunted mansion i'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> just one gravestone all them puppies are what we killed <laughs> yeah could be, could be. Um, I'd not seen a movie where so this this uh, you don't really see these ones anymore. You don't really see animals in movies anymore because very good thing because they're all CGI yeah. now. Yeah, it's brilliant. I love it when I'm watching a serious drama and then like the fucking. I think it's better than a, employing a horse an animal and it's CGI. I love that. I think I think really it's better it than grounded. than bringing in thirty puppies and then having to euthanize like eight of them. So you know, I'll take what I can get. But this this animates their mouths like babe which i hadn't seen in a while and it was an odd throwback to a massive part of my childhood dr doolittle um, mm, it, yeah it was a very it was a very common thing back in the day but you don't really see it anymore. cgi mouths yeah yeah what, what i think really does let the film down is the fact that these dogs can't express any emotion oh completely <laughs> they need some cgi eyebrows that's all it would need just to yeah. give him a little bit of no. like shock face, happy face. No, because because Babe, which I know I keep referring to, but that's that those animals have emotions. You you know when you look at the dog when as we've said when she has her puppies ripped away from her halfway through the movie, you feel sad for that border collie. Yeah, but it's you can make thing. a you can like hit a dog and it'll look sad, so you can do that. It's easy. <laughs> but you got these little puppies. They're, they've obviously got the American Humane Association like on their back because of all the dogs they killed, so they couldn't they couldn't like. Torture them to yes, make them do. Snow Buddies was not allowed to use the disclaimer. No animals were harmed in the making. <laughs> some animals, <laughs> some animals were euthanized. There, there was one bit in this film where you see you see all the dogs walking in spacesuits on the moon, and um, very very noticeably at one point, one of the dogs awkwardly walks backwards and says, "I'm doing the moonwalk." <laughs> dubbed over, it. and it's like that looks like a dog that is unhappy because something is being held up in front of its face that's scaring it and it's trying to back away from it. There was a couple really of shots stood out like to me that, that, that shot. where they're sort of hiding. They've, they've snuck into the space station behind the tall group of children that own them and they're hiding under a bench at one point just watching the goings on and they all look really like they've got really wide eyes and they're like at bay. So they're, they're clearly, again, in a state of like panic or shock and it, it was... It wasn't. It was uncomfortable. The, the the thing about animal actors, right, is that you you train them to do certain things. When you're using puppies, you haven't had the time to do it. You haven't had the time to train them, and the so and you have to just use their instincts. Animal, and... It's just one animal. I don't. Maybe that's ignorant of me, but I feel like older animals, you just use that one because you you hear about sort of Hollywood animals. There was that like one chimp. Yeah, the fr dog in Frasier. Whereas, like here, there's clearly they have to keep switching them out because they're child actors. So they there's they can't there's different them. ways of doing it though. Have you ever seen Milo and Otis, Japanese film? No. Um, Dudley Moore, I believe, did the narration for the uh, English speaking territory release. But uh, fascinating film because their approach was let's just get like a hundred puppies and kittens so we can like chuck them off cliffs and stuff and film it. Wow. And they pretended it was one. They were like, oh no, the, ki the cat's fallen off a cliff. Arr! Don't worry, guys. He's landed on a little raft in the sea. It's like, no, they just chucked a cat off a cliff and filmed it. They always land on their feet. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a really... That film, right? Um, I think I told this little anecdote on, on our podcast. But basically, my, my ex loved cats they were like her favorite thing and i found out there was this film all about cats i was like oh brilliant a classic film about cats it's like beloved family film i'll, I'll like obtain a copy and like uh, possibly for a, it's a romantic gesture like, yeah. 
I was, yeah, no, it was a really nice gesture. Like, I found you this film about cats. You're going to really love it. And then we watched it, and it was like, oh, there's a cat being thrown off a cliff. Oh, there's a cat being, like, attacked by a bear. All right, all right. Yeah. You could have uh, just so got a Cats Don't Dance. I think that would have been safer. Well, she wanted a good film, so that's the problem. You've not seen Cats Don't Dance, shit. so you can't say that. You just got her a cat. Yeah. I think we had one. You think you had a cat? At that point. How long ago is it this that you're not sure if you had a cat or not? <laughs> well, we had a cat for part of the relationship, but I don't remember at what point specifically we watched Milo and Otis. So when the cat died, was that when the relationship ended? Uh, no, the cat, the cat lasted longer than the relationship. <laughs> Ooh. Well, that always causes problems. There's also a ferret in this movie. Gravity. Played by Amy Sedaris. And, and, but it takes such a long time for you to hear it speak. And I have to yes. say, I, I kept being like, oh, I really hope that the ferret speaks. And then when it did and it spoke as Amy Sedaris, I was, I was thrilled. It was, it was a very enjoyable moment for me in this movie. <laughs> that has a few I mean, I, I, I would have noticed, moments. I would have been thrilled. It's just very prominently in the opening credits when you're floating through space. It says, and Amy Sedaris as has gravity. I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know. Who watches the opening credits? Yeah. There's not really a villain in this. I mean, there is, but they're kind of rubbish. There is a villain. It's the, vi- it's the same guy who's been typecast. He's also the villain of Clerks 2, where he <laughs> comes in and says that uh, Lord of the Rings is better than Star Wars. <laughs> and then uh, Randall proceeds to uh, rip the shit out of Lord of the Rings for about 10 minutes um, in a scene that in no way has any bearing on the plot of the film and is just the director's mouthpiece but yeah it's that same guy well the the human cast the primary human cast in this movie it, you've got the voice of kevin Cat smith's mates sponge spongebob you've got a guy from office yeah, yeah. space you've got um yeah, yeah that's the other kevin smith's mate yeah. like yeah, yeah. it's it, it, it was people that i was like hey i know you which is not unheard of for disney but I... it's because you watched a lot of tv around 2005 <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I was familiar with Bill Fagerbacky when I watched this initially back in 2009. From Coach. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, from, from, from SpongeBob. Mm, I don't know. Uh, he later turns up in a load of stuff like... Um, he was in How I Met Your Mother very prominently. We watched something on our podcast with him in, didn't we, Alan? No. Oh, oh, we did. It was SpongeBob. <laughs> oh, we watched. We did do a SpongeBob. <laughs> it was a SpongeBob movie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I didn't recognize these other people. I really like when the puppies were put in the spacesuits and their tails are also in the spacesuits. So <laughs> they're like weirdly covered. Do dogs like that, that if they've got things on their tails? Almost it's definitely like... not. <laughs> um, and the spacesuits look really uncomfortable, and they have to zip well, the girl up <laughs> as like a moment in the movie which i found strange well again like the 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 there's a sequence where they get to the moon and they all walk on the space you know uh, in their spacesuits and it's filmed so awkwardly that i can only assume the dogs were having a horrible time <laughs> they, don't, they don't like being covered up like that every time it cuts to a wide shot it's cgi because they obviously couldn't get all of the dogs to walk together <laughs> at the same time it's only on the and moon it cuts... all because he can't do you well, they try. They... Shoot on location, unfortunately. Well, no, cause, but then it does. Cl- it zooms in for close-ups of them that aren't CGI'd on the moon, and then they're like awkward slow motion. The oh. dogs walking. I, this is honestly. I'm telling you. Any... I'm telling you right now. I guarantee it. It's because they couldn't get all five dogs walking <laughs> together at once. I tell you right. In the same direction. If any conspiracy theorist who says that the 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 moon landings were <laughs> faked and they were filmed in a studio somewhere, show them this, because this is what they could do. Forty years later, <laughs> awful. Just, just putting it in slow motion for four seconds, just to see it, make it look like they're not quite in full gravity. There's, there's bits where it looks like someone is holding the top of the dog's like suit to like make them lift off the ground a little bit, like out of shot. <laughs> That'd be better. A bloke in a green morph suit, just picking it up, would have worked better. I have to say, I I sat down to watch this film and I was a little um, worried that I was going to be bored for the next hour and 24 minutes, but I took it for what it was. And the uh, Emily, Emily, minutes, Emily, sorry, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to have to stop you there. We just had a message yeah. from Steve the Trucker. This has been an accident on King Street. <laughs> Expect delays. Uh, if you can divert, please do. Sorry, go on. 
<laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> um, and I... I've been holding on to that one for 40 minutes, <laughs> waiting for the right time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to do that every 15 minutes, whether right. you like it or not. Thank you. <laughs> um, I have to say, like, I, I bought into what I was watching and I took myself back in time to try and be a child watching this. Mm. And I and I, I enjoyed, there's a moment where all of the human children come home to find their puppies each. And we know that they're on the spaceship going to the moon. But they all sort of come into the house with their little personality traits to try and call their dogs. Yeah. And so the, the, the gangster one wants to come and dance to some tunes. And the girl wants to go for a mani-pedi mm. and a blowout, even though she's like 10. I don't know. I I I found it charming and endearing, but then uh, but then it sort of, and then I was like, okay, now something needs to shift. And Wait I a minute, you found the the charming endearing bit was where children came home to find that their dogs were missing. <laughs> <laughs> bit weird. Missing, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I I I yeah. I watched it in good faith, and t- like t- what I did like about it is that it whipped along. And it kind of, yeah. and it reached its sort of conclusion. I was like, wow, this feels like it's really quick. And I checked and it was only halfway through. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's the thing. Yeah. So yeah. that was a bit annoying. <laughs> well, the thing that really annoyed me, like the, there's a bit in the middle where they they realize these dogs are like, have stowed away on the ship by mistake and they've been taken to the moon by, by accident. <laughs> and then, and they're like, they see these dogs walking on the moon and they're like oh my god it's our first contact with alien life and then they immediately go oh no some dogs must have stowed away on the ship it's like <laughs> that should be the whole that's film. less likely that be- than aliens <laughs> dogs <laughs> dogs <laughs> manage to suit themselves up <laughs> and then get onto onto the moon unbelievable they, that should have been the whole film it should have been them thinking that these dogs were aliens and uh sending someone up to make contact with them also i mean a, a, a big like there's an international scandal here like the 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 dogs go on this russian space station and basically like free this hostage dog and the, and the russian cosmonaut is very sad they steal the, the the puppy his companion away uh national hero the statues built of this dog in mm. in russia and the americans have kidnapped it um that that Layers. you know do we not think now like i know this was 2009 and international relations were a lot better but i mean that would kick off a war wouldn't it <laughs> if well. putin got word that like americans had kidnapped the dog the russian dog from space possibly i don't think they felt he'd launch it. the missiles he'd be like fuck you <laughs> if i can't have spudnik no one act. can have spudnik we're all i'm taking you down with me because these dogs are heralded as heroes at the end of this movie, and they didn't do anything. We, they, yeah, like Chewbacca, they literally they? operated a space. Know, no, uh, they don't give Chewbacca a thing. medal. They don't give Chewbacca a medal. Uh, Everyone else gets a medal uh, apart from Chewbacca. Sorry, but they did. They the the Russian one lands the thing himself with an with the goggles. Yeah, Google Glass. Yeah, I mean, how can you say they didn't do anything? Because yeah, the fart one dog, dog fixes the antenna on the top of the yeah. We, yeah. we get to Space watch ship. basically he farts directly gravity. into the uh, fuel tank. He does, yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> um, they have to uh, at some point in this movie. They have to avoid a meteor shower, and I did have to pause the movie to go watch that TikTok of that girl going meteor, meteor. Meteor, <laughs> and I watched that about four times, and then resumed the movie. I didn't okay. Pause the I'm movie afraid I don't watch, know. What, I don't know what good cultural. I don't know what TikTok is. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've yeah, never I seen that TikTok. I, I oh t- my God, it's the funniest. I do know what a meteor shower doesn't look like, though, and that is what is represented <laughs> in this film. <laughs> the, what you're saying that space buddies didn't accurately represent what space is like? Um, I mean, I, it's I, not I, accurate. What I really represent like is, what physics is. At the end of the film. At the end of the film, that dog smuggles uh, a moon rock back for its kid, and it's like it's like as big as the dog's head. Hey. It's like how the fuck did it? <laughs> it slipped it into its spacesuit. <laughs> Worth a lot of money, that moon rock. I tell you. Yeah, yeah. It would be, yeah. It's fucking moon rock. Mm, not a lot of that around. 
under lock and key. Mm-hmm. Can I'd be can we uh, can I also just address the fact that these kids went on a field trip. One of them just suits himself up in like what presumably is thousands of dollars worth of spacesuit, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they and then well, the, the, and then the, gets the, then gets annoyed when he gets told off about it. Like he it, like he's the in the wrong. The machine is like obviously just loaded up with loads of loads of fabric and thread and human like, dark, boy. all the different different badges just ready to go. They don't go like we need this much, this many things. NASA doesn't work like that. NASA doesn't like calculate how much of stuff fuel. Mm. They don't Spend no expense. They Budgetless. They're like Jurassic Park. They've got the yeah, dog yeah, yeah. template in there. No problem. Yeah. Lots of dog templates and, um, in there. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, like you say, uh, excellent, excellent, um, I guess, parenting skills from the villain, isn't it? Because he, he's like, you fucking little idiot kid, wasting time, messing around with that expensive machinery. Ah, well, you might as well keep it now, even though none of your classmates get have you know get to have one for looking after you know um behaving properly yeah. it's um, like when you go to the like go on a school trip to like stuff. the national history museum and you just jump on the dinosaur and like steal one of the bones and then they go oh well you yeah, may yeah. as well keep it <laughs> and they go they go well look, you've, de- you've taken it off the like you've, you've detached it from the rest of the skeleton now you might as well but keep nobody it else do that yeah yeah no one else gets one just the... otherwise i'll be really mad i bet you were a nightmare on school trips so <laughs> you just are in general, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Just because you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> very well behaved, actually. Very well behaved child. Do you reckon, Emily? What do you yeah. think? Do you think Saul was a good kid? I think I think he he was. I think he'd be insufferable now, but I think as a child he was probably very well behaved. Yeah, exactly. What happens, Saul, when if you have kids and then they're like, "Oh, we need parents to help." <laughs> on the school trips, we need some volunteers to help corral the children. Would you? Would you help? I think you've got to, haven't you? At a certain point, you've got to pull your way at least once. Do it once, haven't you? You have to. That's that's conservative Britain. Everybody pitching and help. We're not paying for people to do it. But would you not have a vested interest? My dad would always be the first to sign up for like museum trips. Depends where they're going. Loved, he loved sharing that interest and passion with with the like. You know, he just wanted to try his hand at being like a, a teacher for a day or whatever. Well, Sol, Sol, what school trip would you go on? What, what was, what's the one where you go? Oh, I'll do that. Um, Cabriland. Cabriland. <laughs> do they still do that? School trips. I never went to Cabriland. <laughs> How would you feel about taking your kids to the Brixton Windmill? Uh, Legoland, maybe <clears throat> Legoland. Uh, school. School school visits available. We have four different uh, lesson if plans. It's not got land at the end. A- of the for month. ages four year old up to age ten. Yeah, great. Learn how a windmill works. Yeah, if you learn about the history of milling. Shit to understand the basics of like wind inertia. Well, yeah, four year olds are generally movement. actually yeah. fucking <laughs> dipshits. Go to brixtonwindmill.org if you um, are responsible for young children in a Lambeth-based school. Uh, and find out more information. It's quite a niche audience I'm going for. But... Is there like an interesting history of the windmill? Of course there is. Do you want to hear it? It was built in 1816. Oh, God. What have you done? <laughs> and built, uh, built, uh, run by the Ashby family, who are a prominent family of bakers in the area. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's... Uh, got... I, I liked that. Okay, I did say interesting <laughs> history, Alan. Well, you know. Got to let it we get have going. to wait to the third act of this right, movie for the girl dog to get a pink spacesuit. Yeah, she was a lot happier in that though, because before she was, she, she was sickened by her she own had to be fashion in a sense. Boys, basically. This okay, look. <clears throat> this actually did genuinely bother me. The sort of this, the just pathetic archetype characters, particularly the the sexist nature of the female character. Because at least you got four different guys, all twats. But just the one type of female. Twat. Boys, boys get to have different facets of personalities. When you're a girl, you're just a girl. That's what which I, I yeah yeah. It's like how Star Wars planets are like one town, and it's the whole planet. It's the same thing. <laughs> so would you, if you had kids, which I don't think either of you have, but if you did, would would you let them watch this and kind of be comfortable with that? Um, because I don't think no, I would. I, think I'm not sure I, might, I would. I might. I might watch it and sort of make sarcastic comments the whole way through in the back. Just silly, yeah. I think if they wanted to watch this type of movie, there are other better ones to get to first. Oh, yeah, Sno- go on. Snow Buddies. MVP, Most Vertical Primate, of course. 
we covered that one. We know that one. Go on. I just know that I just showed him Babe. Ed's Ed's with Matt LeBlanc in the chimp playing baseball. Charlotte's Web. Nope. Uh, spy Mate. <laughs> spy Mate, where the chimp is a spy. Also directed by the guy who made this one. Hail to the chimp. Yeah. Uh, Max Mere More, which I mentioned before, which is that's not Charlotte, Charlotte not child friendly. Of course it is. Max, my love. She shags the chimp. You all about. <laughs> she does shag the chimp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she cuckolds her cousin. <laughs> and then, and then, and then he. Hires a sex worker to come and have the to fuck the chimp as well, so that he can watch because his wife won't even let her let him watch when she fucks the chimp. <laughs> uh, this is a real film from uh, France. It's a proper art film, like because it's European. Oh uh, god, what else is there with chimps? In? Uh, Not chimps, they're dogs. The the What's the best ferret film? Best ferret film, yeah. probably Yorkshire-based. <laughs> it's a ferret and a whippet and a pigeon. They have yeah. to save save the town from the mining prospectors. Uh, best dog movie, um... Sherlock Bones. Oh, Ghost Dog Cop. Emily Slade, of course, thinks the best dog movie is uh, Homeward Bound because she's very boring. <laughs> but um, it is, of course, Sherlock Bones. <laughs> Beverly Hills Chihuahua, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, talking about talking about representation. Me, me as a Mexican. Oh God, that was disgraceful. Oh. <laughs> I loved, I loved seeing my people up there on screen. Oh, and in this film, we get a Chihuahua with a sombrero on it. So <laughs> and the a, next guy and is... a poncho. <laughs> Okay, was that even a real Chihuahua? Because uh, be, honestly, I, I think it might be in Chihuahua face. It looked like it might be a slightly different dog. <laughs> like they they couldn't get their hands on an actual Chihuahua. It looked a bit too big. <laughs> it's a Yorkshire Terrier with a moustache yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyone who hasn't seen the film, they of course do. They do a big montage of uh, like around the world. Dogs Everyone's around watching the, world. the news Corgis about the in Britain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see the Queen. Well, it's very, very poor yeah, taste to show the, the Queen second. so soon. <laughs> her, her Majesty, uh, she's there, looking very young. Yeah. Um, well, it's two thousand nine. Yeah, she was only eighty eight at the time. <laughs> yeah, she's there with a couple of corgis, and she's going, "Oh no, the puppy is in space!" Uh, getting <laughs> very, very upset. All right, then. We're going to a dog. F- we're going to a. We're going to a dog fight. What are you bringing? Oh, what dog am I bringing to fight the other dogs? Probably that. Uh, that fucking massive one you get. That's like the Great Dane. You know the, the one. That, the one you can. Pr- no, even bigger than that. You can pretty much ride them. They're like fluffy. Oh yeah. You know the one. Yeah. Just like sit on Saint, the other Saint dogs. Saint Bernard. Clifford. Saint Clifford. They look a bit. They look a bit like a Saint Bernard, but they're bigger. What about you, Emily? No, I, 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 I'd, I'd bring. Um, I, I'd bring. I'd bring a Shiba Inu, but it's the one from that meme that's like swole. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what they do like dog. they do like the virgin xyz and the chad xyz and they do it with like little shiba inu looking all like sad and then they do one with like a big body like all jacked up like it's on steroids gonna you know yeah well you gotta train it what about you emily what are you gonna bring uh, i'm not i'm not coming to the dog fight i'm sorry oh bloody snowflake face off yeah, if you don't nominate yeah, a dog to <laughs> to defend you. This is, this is your trouble. You see, you can't even imagine dogs ripping each other apart for our entertainment. I'm trying to think what um, you know. You know, at the start of 101 Dalmatians, where all the dog owners look like the dogs, and it's yeah. like, Ooh. I'm trying to imagine what Emily Slade's equivalent <laughs> dog would be. There's, def- there's no way this could possibly offend her. <laughs> Go on. Uh, I think I think it'd be a really timid dog from a shelter that like you, know, you go to stroke it and it cowers in the corner and it pisses itself. <laughs> Does a submissive wee? It'd be one of them. It's just got a traumatic be, backstory. And it'd be a, it'd be an Affen pincher. I've just googled dog breeds. What and that the fuck is like. an Affen? An Affen pincher. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm gonna look this up now. It's known as the monkey terrier. <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> you hold on to that. <laughs> well, that's all I've got. <laughs> It, yeah, it does look like a dog you could kick across a field quite easily. 
and and Alan, you'd have an Afghan hound uh, as your one. That's good. Don't say they're all beginning with A because I haven't scrolled. I'm not an Afghan hound. I know Afghan hounds. Like they're one of the dog breeds. Hey, this this dog looks out. really weird and cute. I'll have it. <laughs> That's obviously how he feels about you. So, was this something that brought you together, or did you just submit Alan to watching this as a twenty-year-old? It's, it's definitely a shared joke. So I don't really know how that happened because <laughs> I didn't watch it with you, Alan. We watch a lot of crap it. films, though, don't we? Yeah, but like we we started watching shit films on purpose as a joke, like well after two thousand and nine. Yeah, I I can't remember why. Why I don't think I went to see it at the cinema. I don't think it came out of the cinema. <laughs> All right, yeah. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was it was straight to video. I remember watching it on like Put Locker or whatever, yeah, like pirating site. Well, that's why I watched it last night. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I must admit, if it wasn't on Disney Plus, which I pay for for other professional reasons, reasons. Like, I would have just illegally streamed it as well. I, w- I wouldn't have wanted to. I've seen this film before. I know it's not worth. Uh, how much would it cost to rent this? Probably like two forty nine, maybe three yeah, forty nine because it's Disney. What the blockbuster charge these days? Look, I went. I I was. I needed food on the way in here, right? <laughs> on the way to this. Podcast, on the way into the studio, it. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't eaten, and so I I stopped off at McDonald's just for convenience sake on the walk home. Oh yeah. And uh, a, a homeless guy came up to me and asked if I could buy him some food, and I sort of went because like it's, and then he he moved on. If I'm if I'm humming and whoring about buying a homeless guy a cheeseburger, you think I'm gonna spend money on watching Space Buddies for the second time? I think you're much more likely to spend money on Space Buddies than a homeless man. Look, I gave a I gave a homeless guy a tenner what? when I moved in here, and I was like, "That's me done." Was, oh, that's to make him move that, out. That's me. For- <laughs> <laughs> I live in the city centre. Uh, for anyone listening, so there's a lot of homeless people here. I gave one of them a tenner, because I don't typically carry cash, but I had a tenner on me. Um, and I was like, right, that's it. That's like a year's worth of homelessness. It's crazy, you got too much money. subscription to homelessness. It's Emily, Emily, have you, have you ever had a £10 note in your purse? Um, I haven't had a £10 note in my purse oh, no. for a while. 2018 was probably the last time I had one, and I got mugged. You got mugged? Yeah, I got mugged. Who would mug you? I don't know. What's that what supposed to? I don't, is I don't know what the insult is. There it was definitely something. Oh, know. there's so many insults you could take from that. There's like five different ones. I don't know which one to go now. Can we have a dog in this film called uh, Butterscotch? Oh, we've already got Butterball. So Butterscotch uh, would be the diabetic one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What about um, Buttermilk? <laughs> You need to have a character trait with it. Um, he's a chef. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Cajun chef. Butterfly. Ooh, oh, now he's a girl one. That would be a girl. No, that would be a girl one. Emily, there's, there's, there's already a girl one. We've already done that. Yeah. So, sorry, I think sorry. <laughs> Butterfly who always wants to fly. That's it. That's he's, it. He's, he keeps no, strapping he's wings a, to himself. No, no, no. That'd be silly, wouldn't it? That's no. He's an Entomologist, is that what they call like? <laughs> yeah. like Can he be the like flamboyant one that has like? The gay, the, we haven't got a gay puppy, of course. Yeah. That oh. one's that one's Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's it? It'll have a little cravat on all the time. You have an actually fat one. Call it Butternut Squash. <laughs> <laughs> and it could be like whenever whenever it gets mad at the other dogs, it sits on him. <laughs> <laughs> Budler, and he's he's like the one out of uh, Downton Abbey. Yeah, he'll be the British one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the corgi's probably called Budler that the Queen has. <laughs> um, we haven't talked about Diedrich Bader. Yeah, one of Kevin Smith's mates who's uh, in the film. Yeah, he's quite a prominent uh, human character playing a, a like a Stranger Things Russian man. Um, I really know him more as a voice actor. This guy, mm. he's um. He's Batman in anything that has a comedic slant and therefore can't use uh, a normal actor and has to use like a comedy actor. So this didn't influence you to go watch any of the other Buddies movies? 
Uh, no, it influenced me to read the Wikipedia page about them. I kind of, I, I watched, like, the, the joke of this film wasn't just, like, talking dogs hilarious. It was talking dogs in space. And how do you top that? You can't. Unless we forget, like, now that would make sense, because now there's, like, a million of these films, but It's sort back of then, commendable as well that they... This, yeah, this was this... the third Buddies. There was Air Buddies, which was just, like... The dog who played sports had a load of kids. Mm-hmm. Snow Buddies, right, it's the same thing, but it's Christmas. And then the third one was, well, hey, we're going to space. And, it's and a big it, swing. It, it's very commendable how this movie doesn't rely on just shoving in a bunch of, like, 2001 references. And, like, they could have gone really hard with the space movie references to try and appeal to... Well, the people who made this film have never seen well, other films. Yeah, so. yeah, they just went for a fart. <laughs> series of fart I must admit I I was like my big takeaway when I first watched this film was how on earth did the people making this film do it with such a straight face how did they like, <laughs> not put in jokes to amuse themselves yeah um, yeah. And now watching it again, I've realised, oh, they were putting in jokes to amuse themselves. They're just very untalented, unfunny people. I think that's pretty much what, like, there are jokes in this film. They're just really weak. I did like, uh, at the start of the film, one of the kids says... Uh, he threatens the dog with a bath. He says, you'll have a B-A-T-H. And then the dog goes, you just spelled the B word. And that's the best joke in the film, I think. <laughs> There's a couple of um, possibly unintentional, but also possibly not, moments where a human character will say something and then it'll cut to a reaction from the dog. But if, as we've established, the dogs can't react. So I always found that quite funny. <laughs> they can't even get the dog to put its paw over its eyes. In a, <laughs> what, what I liked was when... When they were shaking the camera around to, um, in fact, not even that, when they were in post making the footage <laughs> spin around to give the impression of the spaceship having a bit of trouble flying around, uh, to get the dogs to, like, brace themselves, they just filmed the dogs, like, really relaxed, kind of, like, <laughs> sprawled out on the floor. <laughs> so it just didn't work at all. It just looked like the dogs were, like, having a real chill it looked like air it looked like bud bud was on the ship just being like whoa <laughs> <laughs> okay two two highlights for me one where they go into zero gravity and they've obviously just got some fishing line on their ears and start pulling their ears around <laughs> and then and then obviously just have them floating around in space but just a bloke holding the dog <laughs> and that's been yeah. cut out later yeah. But then my personal favourite is whenever we need to see the dog kind of do something in close-up and there's a paw, puppet paw, like when <laughs> like when Thunderbirds had a human hand for a close-up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I, I like that bit. There was a, there was a Star Wars reference that was a very overt, when they see the moon, the dog goes, ah, the Death Star. It's not a, ref- <laughs> it's not a subtle <laughs> reference, is it? <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I think that's the level that the people making this film are working at. It really it yeah. makes me mad, if I'm honest, right? Because Alan Alan hates it when I talk about like how good I'd be if I was in Hollywood. <laughs> how, like, oh, you could it. knock one of these films out, no problem. So all, exactly. I that's what I mean. I think I if I were in Ho- if I was in Hollywood at the right time, I think I could have found a really nice nice little niche career. Making buddies movies, just knocking them out. What's your what's your what's your buddies pitch? What where do you do? You've already oh, we've already God, done puppies know. in well, space. What's next? Ah, oh, God. I mean, I'd I'd go with a murder mystery. Ooh, that they good. have to solve the that's mystery. Nice, yeah. like a clue want, yeah. type thing. Yeah. Get Tim Curry Pluto, in. Yeah. You have to have someone murdered though, which is a bit maybe not a murder mystery. It's like a it's 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 who it's who shot the who shot on the carpet. <laughs> 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 what are the name? What are the names of the dogs? What in the murder mystery? No, in this one, I've already forgotten what they are. <laughs> Buddha, Rosebud. We definitely have, but we would definitely bring Buddha, Buddha Ball. That was it. Yeah. Oh, you mystery. have a Budler. Tim Curry voices oh. Budler. <laughs> yeah. Budler, voiced by Tim Curry, and he what breed of dog is Budler though? He's um. They're all the same. They're all Aryan. He's like a Doberman. Golden Retriever. Mm. A Corgi. A Budler yeah. would be Corgi. I was thinking Corgi, but then I feel like he needs to be like big enough like to be tall, kind of a threat because he, he's obviously yeah. going to be the one who did it at the end. It's going to turn out as him. We could have. Uh, oh, I've got a female character for you. 
The old, oh. the old dowager dog. Oh, yeah, oh how disgraceful! Like She'll be like an Afghan hound for sure. Yeah. No, you're you're allowed two women if one of them isn't sexually attractive. Um, well, so. whereas Rosebud is a fucking <laughs> sexy bitch. Rosebud is fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I would sniff that. <laughs> If I were a dog. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I didn't think you were I'm weird or anything. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's only a chat. It's only a three-month-old <laughs> Yeah, three months old in dog years is like nine months old. <laughs> the, yeah, that's like a year and a half. In ad- 21 months old, Alan. Yeah. Yeah, no problem then. But honestly, I, I, it's annoying. Like, I, I, I could crank these fucking things out. They'd be way better. Oh, Sol, do you know that the last one they did was the buddies find the power rings and become super puppies? Super buddies. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've already. They've, I didn't know that was the last one, but I know, they've I covered know. it. They've done it all. Yeah, that's, that's the beauty of the buddies. Yeah, franchise. they did superheroes circa <gasps> 2013. Sol, I've got it. Go on. Buddy zombies. Oh. I was trying to figure that out before, but I don't know. How you could do it with. Uh, you just you just pour a load of spaghetti on them. No. <laughs> they look like zombies. It, it it would be that like it would be like it'd be like Mona the Vampire. It'd be like their imagination. Oh, that was like, too scary. That was too scary. It's like Scooby Doo. When are they gonna do? Let's just do Scooby Doo with a real dog. Let's just stop messing about. They did two thousand two. What? Behave yourself, Slade. <laughs> Why are you calling a Slade now? What's that about? <laughs> when did that happen? What am I gonna call it? Because it's one syllable. <laughs> Versus three syllables. <laughs> well, you really need to eject the name. Yeah. Mm. It's efficiency. Yeah. To be honest, I've been called Slade all of my life because there's always more than one Emily and Slade is a kick-ass surname. So I've always been Slade mm. to most people. Mm. So you're actually quite late to the party. Yeah, but can you do a Noddy Holder impression? That would be useful. <laughs> Say. Say it's Christmas, but really loud. I, um, I hadn't heard that in years because people were getting... To, like it, it's only old people that make that reference. <laughs> <laughs> what about porridge? Porridge is a yeah, sixth place in Slade. One. Wait for that bloody plug for the British oh, sitcom the, history podcast. Oh, what the first episode of the new series coming out soon? The British sitcom about history porridge. podcast about porridge oh, yeah. it comes out in early December. Check it out. British sitcom history podcast. Slade, hey Slade, Slade, Slade. How come all your episodes are about films I've never heard of? Including <laughs> including this one. Where do you find these crap children's films? Well, I, I could take this I could take this slade, Alan Alan, we had a breakthrough the other day. Oh right. Uh, oh I yeah, so we, we should let everyone know that uh, you have been giving Slade therapy sessions. Uh, what it is is that Emily Slade's this might be interesting to you, I had no idea. Um, it's interesting to me. Emily Slade's parents and her grandparents were like cinephiles. She's from like a long lineage of like people who actually like films, care about films. Oh, they made her watch like proper It does skip a generation. She was a yeah, yeah. They made her watch like the Three Colors trilogy and shit. Oh like yeah, that when she yeah, was a yeah. Kid. That's proper. And so, that's like foreign. And so, that. as an act of rebellion, she watches shit <laughs> like crap animation from the 90s that no one likes like really bad films because she's got mummy daddy issues lots of people like them secondly not explicitly that as a thing Thank you. All, all your all your episodes are things like, oh, the princess rides a unicorn and you're like, oh I, was, <laughs> I used to watch this every day after school and I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, because what the the general gist of my podcast is that you bring on a beloved classic from your childhood, and when you're a child, especially a child growing up in the era of VHS, you tend to be given a VHS, and then you'd watch it to death, and then it would become part of your personality. <laughs> where um, where can if anyone wants to listen to you two talk about films, where can they find you? Oh, that's no problem, Emily. Uh, Thanks for having episode, us. We, we, we loved it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We we did an episode of uh, why this film podcast actually. If people want to hear us talking yeah. about space buddies, yeah. uh, which is very funny, very good, funny. Uh, if you if you if you um, like Saul's we, hilarious we, banter, um, edited to within an inch of its life because he won't shut up. 
you can you can find more of that at diminishing returns a podcast yeah, yeah, about yeah. films dimreturns.com and i've got a good podcast uh called the british sitcom history podcast if you're really into old british sitcoms i think there's going to be a lot of crossover in our demographic emily oh, well really? yeah, i mean I, i've got a lot of 45 year old men listen to my stuff as well alan says good podcast there and that's not not true but what he should specify is that it's good every now and then when I am a guest on the show, which is uh, happening two times soon. Yes. Yeah, I think, I, in fact, let me just have a quick look at the schedule. There. Saul, if you really like Saul, he will be on the in an episode that goes out on the 15th of December. No, don't, no, because the thing is, I'm a, I'm a very well-behaved uh, boy when I'm on Yeah, Amazon he doesn't fuck about because he respects me on my oh, podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'm very, it's I, not I like just, this, this one. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why he treats you like this, Emily. There's no respect. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a pleasure. 